Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Goddess Living. This is God and Sonata. I wanted to record a quick um message, right quick. Oh, might not be quick, but anyway, let's get it started. It took me I would say 38 years before I realized that I was moving wrong. Moving wrong in my life as I mean, like I moved like I wasn't supposed to move. A lot of people are still moving like they're not supposed to move. You know, um, I heard about spiritual journeys and being woke, and I never grasped the understanding of it because I'm like, fuck, when I open my eyes, I'm woke. But I didn't understand there was an eye that I wasn't opening. Or maybe it was open and I was un known it was unknown to me that it was open so therefore that I became blind to the fact that you know like they say when you don't use it you lose it so if you're a child that has it because you come in as a child with it you know it's open it's wide open but as a child, you're deemed as the lowest of adults. I mean, the lowest of humans, pretty much. Because you don't know shit. You're learning. That's what the older, the adults would speak on. You're a child. You don't know nothing. Well, I can be honest with y'all. I have four. And... That's where I healed it. My children helped me heal. Because I slowly recognized that every fucking pain I felt, it manifested through my children. A lot of people say generational trauma, generational curse. But you got to understand, if it took me that long to realize that and I have ancestors that left here not even knowing that. That's a lot of dirt to bear unburied. Becomes easy when you can recognize yours first. And when you recognize yours, then that weight becomes lifted. You know, um, they speak on the cross that Jesus had to bear. I understand that because a lot of people are bearing crosses every day, invisible crosses from trauma, hurt, abuse, you know, rejection, <laughs> crosses that they don't even need to bear. But the fact that you cannot see it and you only buried it. Is the reason why you 
ignore it. You forget it. And, you know, you can't say it's okay. But, but is it? Is it okay? It's not. You know, but you don't, you can't know better until you know better. You can't do better until you know better. And you can get words of advice from people across the board. But understand, the most intelligent person won't have book smarts. You feel me? The most intelligent person won't have book smarts. Why do I say that? Book smarts teach you how to mimic. They prepare you. They teach you how to be in the eyes of that author. But are you aligned in that same path that that author took? You see, once you start reading those books, you become the muse. You become the plagiarist. You're living other people's stories instead of getting to know you. You know, granted, we all give in life. But you got to understand, like, you know, I look at it when we were children. We all set goals. Ain't nobody can tell me as a child, even when you was going through your trauma, your escape was setting a goal. And that goal could have been, but I can't wait till I get older and get out here and do and live on my own and get away from all this. That's a goal. I can't wait till I get older. Like everything that you wished for to escape from the shit that you was in, you know, but when you become older and you start walking towards everything that you wanted to be that escape, that peace, it started switching around on you. Because now other things are at play that you have no idea of. And those things are the learning patterns that you have been instilled since you've been a child. Now you're learning all these patterns from these people that probably don't even know half of the shit that you're trying to show them. So therefore, you're learning from a blank canvas. So how can you learn from a blank canvas when you have a blank canvas? You're learning from scratch. So what you do when you learn from scratch? You bring your own into the mix your own but if you don't have your own you'll never have the recipe you're looking for you know I'm the type of person I grew up on making something out of nothing think about it that blank canvas is nothing so therefore when you become something you made it feel me? Some people gonna feel me and some people ain't. And that's okay because in this big ass world of so many people that learned in different manners you're gonna find someone that grasps the same straws that you did in them little pieces of situations that they went through. 
and they're going to take all those straws and they're going to build a fucking mansion. But you see, the thing is, their mansion was built off faith and thriving and patience and love and abundance versus to the next person that one was built off of envy, jealousy, hatred, mimicking, you know, guess what? It won't thrive because that wasn't for you. What you mean it wasn't for me? It wasn't for you. You used another person's path to inspire you and idolize you into thinking that's what I want to be. When in actuality, that shit won't bring you peace. Everything another person has ain't for you. And it is till people realize that. And I'm talking about everybody in this motherfucking world. Realize what ain't for you will destroy you. What ain't for you will destroy you. Maybe some people might hear so much detail into those words that I just said. But maybe you might deep don't don't think too deep. Because see my words my words aren't to form you. My words are to enlighten you. Enlighten you on your path so that you can understand that you was granted life to live abundantly, peacefully. Truly, your way. The resistance comes is when you look for your way versus to walking right into it. Every point in our life, every day in our life, every second, every minute, you know, I'm going to say this every second, I'm going to break it down small. You make choices in your life, every second of your life. Tell me I'm lying, you're a fucking lie. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Even though time is an illusion, whatever, time doesn't exist. Man made time. But the matter of the fact is that time is present. So therefore, a second means a second just passed. So therefore, that second you're deciding. At that moment, to keep, for me, right now, to keep talking. Or to keep sitting my ass down in the spot that I'm sitting in. Or I could talk and walk. Now I'm, pre- I'm thinking about the future, you feel me? So it's like, you're living now, but now is formulating where you're heading. But when you apply so much emphasis in where you're headed, you might miss out on the little things that's in the now. When you eliminate all that outside influence, looking at what other people got going on, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, yes, It's comforting. Yes, 
It brings you peace. But guess what? It's also controlling your mind. You know, you're laughing at shit you ain't supposed to be laughing at. And if you got to question yourself, should I be laughing at this? It's evident that you ain't supposed to be laughing at it. People made money off of other people's pain. But you know why? Just like I say, hurt people hurt people. Because they've been so fucking hurt. And this shit wasn't televised. So therefore, when they could get the fucking footage of another person hurt, it brings them joy. But what you fail to realize, that same person that you're finding joy on, the hurt of, that you can slowly turn into that fucking person. Even when it comes down to the church. You walk in church, they judge you on. Some churches judge you on what you got on. When this supposed to be the most welcoming home on earth. Because it's God's home, right? The creator's home. But why should I have to pay to pray or be prayed for? Why should the church home be somewhere I have to sow into? In the Bible, they say your neighbors. So to me, I'm trying to understand, well, if the church is your home and you got to love thy neighbor, why am I giving my money, keeping my money in the home? Versus to walking my ass out in the streets and spreading the word to my neighbors. That's selfish. Yes, I say that. The concept of church is selfish. You sit in there with fucking people. I'm speaking on the churches I've been to. I'm not speaking on every church. But I'm going to speak on something that I've been to. You walk in some. I'm going to speak on the Baptist first. And then I'm going to go touch on Catholic. Because I only know Catholic from one aspect. Well, since I know Catholic from one aspect, I'm going to speak on that. Me being a single mother. Grew up in a home of a single mother. Had a grandmother that was a single mother. Now, see, my grandmother, she ain't really, she, she... Brick house, you heard me? Nothing knocking her down. Fucking hands look like clubs, you heard me? Built for tough, taking care of family. Grandpa doing his thing, but she held it down. So let me go back to where I was going. But um, being a single mother, I've went to Catholic churches, not paid one dime of tithes in that church. But guess what? If I need a bill paid, I can go to Catholic services and get a bill paid. Granted, some of them gonna want to know your whole fucking history. Nosy as fuck. Why you can't pay your bill? What you did with your money? You got your stimulus check? What you did with that? Like, damn, if... 
you're moving in the sense of God. And this is in place for to help God's people. Well, I got to go through all that. But I can say, at the end of the day, you get that help. Now, let me fast forward to these fucking churches I've been to. You walk in the door. You feel me? You walk in. I had one woman told me, if your baby cry, you got to leave. The fuck? Maybe he might catch the Holy Spirit. Why my fucking baby got to leave out of church? Oh, he going to disrupt the pastor. What the fuck? Okay. Then you got your cliques. You got your families that click together. They want to control the fucking choir. They want to control the fucking the atmosphere of the whole fucking church. So instead of the church being such and such Baptist church, it's the congregation of this family. Because they run the fucking choir, they run the pulpit, they run the fucking thing. Okay, so what's the point of having a church then? Is this a fashion show? Because you come up in here, whoever got the biggest head, oh, they they, 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 they high, they hierarchy. You feel me? Or, if, you know, it, it's so much judgment in that, in that God, in God's home that slowly shows people, I ain't going to say show people, it becomes like they turn God into a fucking joke. Yes. When you turn... They turn it into a joke because you know why? They're moving in the name of the Lord. So if you're moving in the name of the Lord, and it's not granted, trust me, I have full faith in the Most High. We kind of personal nowadays, you know. We got a personal name for each other. Me, I call it the ultimate lover, you know. And uh, that's me. I feel a lot of people need to... Let it become more personal. You know, when I sow tithes, my tithes are sold in the community. If I see someone that need a ride, I'm giving you a ride where you need to go. You need gas? Nah, I'm good. You could go. You feel me? And right around the corner, God blesses me with someone that say, Hey, God, yeah, take this little money. You feel me? That's the miracles in my life. You know, one year, and I know I stopped talking about the church because I don't want to dwell on that. Because at the end of the day, yeah, man built that structure. And they're moving out of God. But at the same time, God ain't in their home. God ain't in their home. I could tell you many reasons why. God wants you out amongst his people. God don't want you shunning the people that fucking look like they're going down. That's the people that he looking for you to reach out to. He ain't looking for you to walk over them like they fucking concrete walls, concrete floors. He ain't looking for you. That's why they have no heart. That's why they have no soul. Because the ones that fucking got it, they didn't pull themselves so fucking high and mighty that they think that they're above thee. When, baby, you was thee too. But you forgot because of material wealth. 
this. And that material wealth clouded your judgment. That material wealth built you a fucking stack of fucking sky high stairway to heaven. And when you got to that fucking gate, you had to look down at every fucking body that you used as a step to get to where the fuck you at. Huh? Say what? Yes. You know, my kids tell me, Mommy, you're a preacher. But guess what? That's a title that I don't want to carry. Because a preacher becomes idolized. And don't you know that's the most idolized motherfucking individual in this world that is the fucking one that you sit on the right hand of God when nine out of ten he ain't nowhere fucking close. What? That's the one you sit on the right hand of God. Don't you know when you sit that preacher on the right hand of God, he high, he holds high fucking values. Because that means that preacher is the ruler of masses. And that ruler will take down all their asses. I'm going to let that sit on y'all for a little while. That ruler of all the masses <laughs> going to be the destruction of their asses. Why you say that? I'll tell you about a church I went into. <laughs> I went there. You know, they, they, they sell breakfast. So they sell breakfast to the congregation and also you can come off the streets and buy it. So I didn't know what time the breakfast starts. So I decided to go in early. And I'm in civilian clothes. It was church presentable. It wasn't no outfit for church, but where I went in, I wasn't going in front of the congregation. I wasn't going on the floor. Well, I went and got a back door into the kitchen, okay? So, yeah, I sat in there, and while I'm in there, I offer my services. Can y'all need a help? You know, they automatically assumed <laughs> I was there for community service. I didn't say nothing. So, you know, I went in there. And um, when I went in there, they, uh, told me, go wash them dishes. You can start washing them dishes. So I said, I ain't washing them. I, I ain't gonna lie. Me, since one of the women, I love her. Elderly lady, I've been knowing. Love her. She gave me a hug soon as I walked in. I hadn't seen her so long. So I was about to go wash the dishes, but I, because I didn't know that they assumed I was there for community service. I thought that was what they really needed help with. So me being so humble, uh, the first thing I said, okay, I'll wash.